That was meaty. That was a strong clap. I feel, I feel like a big boy with that clap. You know what I mean? You know, I, for some reason, like my brain really lagged and I just pictured you as like, like I said, you know, being big boy, I thought you meant that in a literal sense. I'm like, uh, what? Anywho, my brain's dying. Ignore me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wii Boxing Podcast, a podcast entirely centered around our experience in, in Wii Boxing over the past decade. Because it's the only thing we've done. Uh, we're aficionados. Uh, you know, um, oh, this is my co-host Robert, also Wii Boxing aficionado, please. Hi, I box and we. Great. You remember that one, um, like CP you'd play against the um, like the black dude with the goatee. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think he'd, his name was like Max or something. Yeah, he'd always kick the shit out of anyone. He was uh, he he balled, bro. Yeah, for whatever reason, he was just OP as shit. In like literally any Wii Sports game you played, like tennis, ba baseball, he's hitting home runs. Tennis, he's Matt. fucking. Oh, Matt is his name. Matt. That may, yeah. yes. Disgusting. That dude's on another level. Oh, every, but, uh, you're right, though. Every Wii Sports game, he was just a G in. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm Did you ever play, like, the Wii Sports Resort? Yeah. Oh, I love the uh, the uh, fencing one, playing that against my friends back in the day. I remember there was, um... Wasn't there, like, just... You're on a platform, and you have to, like, push the other person off? Oh, I think so. I just remember distinctly... um us as a group in our friend's basement playing that and um it was just about like who could move the Wii remote and the nunchuck faster it's like one of those games so it was just people like just violently shaking I don't you know, know we, we we sports games like okay think about what like interactive games were like before the Wii right like the Wii was quite revolutionary because it kind of normalized like motion controlled games and stuff and like a lot of them are quite fun especially in like a party setting oh facts i mean like if you're at a party and someone's got Wii, like the wii sports setup it's a banger though i haven't oh. been to one like that in a very long time so more we quarantine out. life no, hopefully no one's been to something like that in a very long time that's true um it's actually the frying pan podcast. It's not. I lied. I'm sorry. It's not the Wii, uh, Wii boxing podcast. But if you want us to start a Wii boxing podcast, we'll add it to the list. It's right behind the Yeehaw cast, and that's on its way. I think there's actually like four or five more casts behind the Yeehaw cast. So like, yeah, no, we definitely have um, a repertoire, to say the least. I'm proud yes. of us. I'm proud a of us. A repertoire. That word yeah. always, like... I stutter on that word in my head just because I'm never confident when I go to say it. I'm like, am I pronouncing it right? I don't know why. It's that word specific. No, I feel that. It's one of those words where, like, I can say it, but ask me to spell it, and I can't at first glance. You know, you're... <laughs> I have to agree with that, because now that you've said that, I don't even know if, like, if I saw the word, I would instantly know the word was repertoire. Yeah, I, pr I mean... I'd recognize it, but I'd be like, oh, that's how you spell it. It's one of those. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Dan. I've actually been trying to spell it. I have, like, a piece of paper right here and a pen in my hand, and I actually can't think of how to even spell it. <laughs> I feel that. What was it? A couple days ago, I forgot how to spell fantasy, which is not a hard word at all, but I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to spell it. Wait, fantasy? Yeah. Like, I, it happens to me sometimes where, like, my brain just, like, can't work, I guess. And, like, some words are just like, oh, that's, no, we can't do that one, but that's, try a different one. Uh, I mean, okay, I mean, I really do understand that. Like, we, me and uh, one of our other friends was talking about it recently, like, where we're spelling a completely simple word. And we know, it, like, we know it's right, but for some damn reason it looks wrong. Like, um, I think one of our friends gave the like the word 
gosh, it was something like, something simple like desk or drawer. I think it was drawer, actually. Yeah, it was drawer. He was saying that he spelled drawer, and for the life of him, he couldn't, like, get it to look right. So, drawer? Drawer just doesn't look right in general. You know. Alright, that's fair. I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of words like that, where it's like, that shouldn't be that way, but... Whoever mm. made the word mean is, so I mean, not my say. <laughs> Freaking the word colonel gets me every time. Colonel, dude, I was. It baffled me the first time that I was like, how come no one says colonel or whatever? <laughs> right? Or fucking why? How is that Balog, not Balogna? Yeah, literally. Up. Like, get English dictionary, just fuck off, you know what I mean? Trying yeah. too hard to be different, it's just not fair. Isn't, like, English one of the hardest languages to learn? Yes, because we don't... Our language doesn't follow its own rules. Because, like, ours has a lot of, like... And this is why this doesn't well, work in this situation. That's fair. I mean, even as a kid, like... <laughs> I guess not trying to learn English, but, like, understanding English, I was like, why, why is it like this? And then when I started, like, learning French more, I'm like, this just makes more sense like there's not a bunch of like yeah it's gonna work here but on like every other thursday like the third thursday week month if it each month if it's raining it, that's how you're gonna spell it it's like yeah and i mean off. like english is is germanic in nature and for you know french and um spanish are more latin based right yeah so like I feel like Latin-based languages have more concrete rules in general, but, like, then you just look at English, and like you said, it's just, like, what even is that? At, yeah. Like, uh, just the variations of their, the fucking variations of, uh, or, like, even things like your, the way we do our conjunctions. Mm-hmm. It's very, I don't know, there's just, like, a lot of places for people to get hung up on, so I understand why, like, learning English grammar is hard. Yeah, I agree. That's why I'm... guess I'm lucky I was born into it. Yeah, straight up. Very but. fortunate. Because, like, in English, unfortunately for how hard it is to learn, is also kind of like a lot of places... Or, I guess, not a lot of places, but the world's kind of common speaking language, I guess, to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Just because when you go to, like, Europe, there's a decent few different variations of language so like i'm sure that english is probably their most commonly spoke one between different ones and obviously america ours is spanish and english so point being it's kind of unfortunate that one of the quote hardest languages to learn is also the uh kind of like the common ground yeah i understandably if you could speak another language that's not one that you already know what would it be um i feel like portuguese would be interesting ah uh, okay okay i did not think you would go for that to be quite honest with you i still think i'd like to learn one of the asian languages i find the way that they like those sounds to be so different than what i know that i just I feel like that's just, like, the farthest thing that I could just go for and and just be like, this is this is my random language choice. I respect that. I mean, yeah, I would definitely do, like, Japanese or Korean, but if, like, I had to go through the process of learning it, I feel like I wouldn't enjoy it as much just because... <laughs> See, that's the thing. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's a hassle. It's kind of the same as English, where they kind of have their own rules. Mm. There's also different variations of Japanese. Yeah, and, I mean, I know for me, like, even if I were to go learn an Asian language, like, so even just starting with writing, just the way that their characters look is so foreign than, say, our English alphabet that it would just be that much harder for me to even associate it. Yeah, see, like, I feel that way, but I feel more, more that way towards, like, Slavic languages, you know what I mean? Throwing or a backwards like... R, what's up? Yeah, it's just, like, random characters, and sometimes they look like, uh, shit you'd see in the alphabet, and then sometimes it's just, like, here's a square, um, here's, like, a little hook. It, well, okay, so, 
There's also like uh, like the Greek alphabets and stuff like that, right? Those are not that crazy looking. I mean, I mean they are symbols, but I still find it more appealing to my eyes than say like the slash type characters that uh are in Asi- Asian languages, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure when you learn it, it'll become more natural and it's fine after that, but I get what you True. mean. I feel you. I'd say you and I could jump into some topics that we have for today. Sure, sounds good to me. Take a take a look at the list, throw a dart at it. What are you feeling first? Um, well, during the recent protesting, I just want to talk about uh, YouTube star Jake Paul has been charged in the Scottsdale riots for... Uh, I think I, I think it was like looting is specifically what they tried to bring him in for, but I don't think he was end up being charged with anything or convicted of anything. But it was nice to see that like a influencer personality that was trying to kind of take advantage of the whole uh, situations that have been going on the last couple of weeks to get kind of put on the spotlight in a negative way. Yeah, I mean, that dude literally can't do anything right, so to be fair, anything that dude does is negative in Spotlight. But I think it was he could face, I'm pretty sure, like, he's got the money and he made bail or whatever, but it was something of, like, he could have faced, like, a year in jail for doing what he did. Which, I don't even remember what it was exactly. I think it was looting, but regardless. Mm. Fuck that guy. Nobody likes Jake Paul. Yeah, and... I don't know, I guess I kind of brought it up because it actually has been a while since I've heard the Logan Paul or Jake Paul names. See, it's interesting because, like, people kind of like Jake Paul now because he's, you know, after filming a dead body, you'd think, like, there's no way you can recover from that. But I guess, like, um, I don't know. I guess, like, people are supporting him now. He had, like, a good speech on his last podcast. His podcast is super popular, so. Logan Paul or Jake Paul? Logan Paul. Jake Paul was the one that was caught. Yeah. Logan Paul was the dude that filmed The Dead Body and the Suicide Force, like, a year ago. Okay. Honestly, I'm trying to decide the differences between them in my head right now. Yeah, they're, they're kind of the same. But, I mean, like, I, I, have, I have a little respect for Logan Paul now. But Jake Paul is just kind of like, no one cares. No one cares no one about cares. that dude. Yeah. He, the amount of, like, scummy shit he's done. He did, like, a... Ah, uh, fuck. It was, like, an on air quotes online course of how to be like a successful influencer and he charged like it was like you charged seven dollars to get access to the uh the website and then you had to pay like an additional 50 or 60 dollars to like actually get the course it's crazy and people horrible. like bought it people actually bought it it's like that um it's like that book on amazon how to be a millionaire and the book went for a million dollars oh god I mean, I respect that hustle, to be honest. I guess it's just kind of taking advantage of people's stupidity. Well, that's that's kind of like a hard thing to say, though, because, like, taking, there's taking advantage of people's stupidity, and then there's people that so desperately want to do something that they don't, they don't see it as stupid. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess they can be seen as the same thing, at the end of the day, it's still, like, a lack of insight, like, a lack of foresight, but I don't know. Like, I feel like if someone's like, God, I just want to be an influencer so bad, like, I, I could see them spending money on that. I wouldn't call him an idiot. Well, I don't know. I guess I kind of would, but I don't know. I want to give him a chance, man. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It's It reminds me of, like, recently I've been getting YouTube ads for, um, like... Amazon like drop selling and shit and all that stuff and it's just like rip dudes and they're like yeah these all these exotic cars yeah I own them you wanna know how I got here and then it's like nine times out of ten just a scheme and it's like you can pay five hundred dollars and learn how I did it nah I'm sorry man my preferred type of ad to the Dr. Squash uh, body wash commercials where they just tell me how I smell like a female and that I need to get a real man soap for some reason. Yeah, I love that shit. And then they just like go to like Venice Beach and they're like, how's this soap smell? And they're like, good? And they're like, great. Because it's the Dr. Squatch soap Bonnie wash. I fuck, I, like that dude, every time I see his face I get mad. 
It, and like the thing is, the advertising for it, 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 it really like capitalizes on the man stereotype of what people think that we want. Cause like yeah. they go up to a bunch of like hot and cute girls, and they're like, "How does this smell to you?" And they're like, "Oh, if my man was wearing this, I'd be all over him." Like, it, yeah. it's it's like, come on, you're really not helping out our gender stereotypes here by advertising like this straight up. Yeah, I mean, they full send on that shit, and it's like, there's people out there that are like, I, I want to smell like a man. <laughs> Which well, is like... like, it had to have started off as ironic, right? Because, like, really, their ads at first were just like, you're not smelling like a man, are you? Yeah. Like, and, and it doesn't like... seem like a very, like... You you would expect that from like a very I, I for the lack of a better way of categorizing it like a redneck type company you know what I mean not as hipster esque as Doctor Squash soap you know what I mean yeah I feel you I hate him I hate Gosh. him like I genuinely don't like him dads have been so there's been one lately with this ginger guy that it's just him in the shower talking about the soap as he's like lathering himself and it's so weird man I know. And they're like, I bet you use the soap your mom gave you. What are you? Uh, what do you love your mom, you fucking pussy? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah? <laughs> sorry? So sorry? Yeah, I also get the, um, do you get the Manscaped one? The Manscaped one? It it's like, um, an attractive girl with, like, a an axe. And then she's like, Do you shave your balls? And then it's, she's like, Use the Manscaped. And then it's like, Tired of cutting yourself? And shit. Oh, I'm like, God. I guess. I, I you know, know, when I took that media class last semester and we had a, you know, on advertising, like, I really feel bad for male advertising demographics. Like, like the female ones, are, of course, are very, like, gendered in a way where they, uh, like, they don't, it doesn't help either. But from the guy side, it just makes me feel like we're all kind of vaguely dumb. Cause it's like what it's if if they're trying to advertise to a male, they're gonna have girls, cars, guys in suits, guys with stubble, guys that look cool with gray hair, like straight up, like that's it's copy and paste for every for every advertisement. That's just like, hey guys, buy this. Yeah, I also love um when like body wash or like <laughs> any skincare thing is uh like directed towards men because the scent is always like pine dirt diesel and like oh my maybe well just, maybe just want to smell like peaches man just let me live i know <laughs> uh one of my friends was saying that they're like what well, you know our stuff is like you know like you said peaches are ours is like strawberry bliss and they're looking at my deodorant and she's like why is yours called kraken guard what does that smell like what does kraken guard smell like it's funny i have that same one <laughs> It, 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 I like the smell of cracking guards, but I could never tell you what that would be in relation to any other fucking scent in the world. <laughs> well, that's how I feel. It's because, like, I, I buy Old Spice because, like, Old Spice smells nice. But it's also, like, I love the packaging of fucking, like, I love to smell like a Bear Man Eagle. Why? Who wouldn't? Bear, exactly. Fucking. <laughs> like, when it's or it's like Mountain Crest Fall Dew. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, when it's abstract like that, I'm like, fuck it, yeah, I'm down. But if it's just, like, your brand is, like, man, grundle smell, and it's like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck's I... going on anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. I, if I were to ever have, like, my own line of colognes or deodorants, my sense would be, like, clean guy smell, sharp. <laughs> clean guy <laughs> smell, exotic. <laughs> <laughs> clean guy smell <laughs> workman it's literally like it's not even a scent it's just water but just in like <laughs> different like cool uh cologne bottles you're on to me my ponzi scheme is already out and well, now you just gotta start shipping it off to people and being like hey if you pay me three hundred dollars i'll turn that three hundred into three hundred thousand they're like oh gee robert that sounds great you know next thing next thing you know you're swimming in money. <laughs> I, I love the idea. Speaking of swimming in money and Ponzi schemes, this isn't a topic, but it was a Twitter post that I saw. Remember a couple years back when the Panama's Papers thing came out and they found out like every like rich celebrity and like business owner had their money in offshore accounts that was away from taxes and shit? 
Yeah. Like in names like Emma Watson and shit were like thrown around in there. And we're mm-hmm. all like, oh my god, this will definitely shake everything up. And then nothing came of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I they were relating that to like the stuff that's going on now. And like, you know, there has been kind of a lot of uh, a lot of chances for kind of a big uh, a big a big I guess movement or whatever based off the rich or whatever but now it's starting to happen again I don't know I guess I just wanted to bring that up because the post kind of called attention to something that I definitely thought was going to be a lot bigger than it was like and I mean that because it was the first time I thought about it since it happened yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, there's so much, like, awful shit that goes on with, like, celebrities and, like, the wealthy environment that, like, everybody knows about, but nobody talks about, like, how, <laughs> like, I guess 80,000 children go missing a year to human trafficking, and apparently, like, a decent portion of that is to, like, rich people, hence why, like, the whole Jeffrey Epstein air quote killing himself was like a huge deal and how every all that got swept under the rug because child sex mm. rings is a thing with wealthy people but people are just like it happens i guess mm. that shit's crazy yeah. to me that's like that's the one that baffles me is that like you like shit like that that you know it's going on but it's like what do you do well i mean human trafficking in general is actually a lot more of like a <coughs> excuse me sorry <clears throat> it's a lot more of a uh like a widespread world issue than people really think about because like it's brought up a lot in movies but it's really used as like a movie plot it's very seldom talked about in real life like the implications of it actually happening are yeah and like you said there's kids involved there's thousands of unfortunate women it's crazy it like the only recent memory i have of it coming up was ashton kutcher doing all that work with the uh i think it was the fbi when he was help when he was helping uh human trafficking or not helping it but helping fight it yeah i mean that was the last i think i or the first and last i think i've ever heard of human trafficking coming up in uh in the news besides like i don't know i guess if like a huge pedophile ring gets bust or some shit yeah i mean it's interesting because like a lot, there's a lot of uh like true crime podcasts that talk about uh human trafficking incidents that's happened like within the past 10 years and a lot of the stories are insane dude there is a lot of insane stories you ever see those security cam footages of like a van following someone on the road and like yeah. that shit it, it gives me really bad anxiety yeah, me too. I don't like that shit. But that, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, I don't know how you combat it, I guess. Well, yeah, well, because there's no combating it, really. Yeah, I mean, it's very underground, like the black, like black market-esques. It's like, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there right now that are, like, doing research and trying to, like, bust rings of it that, like, obviously we don't know about yet, but... Yeah, of course. There's task forces that are working on it. Yeah, that's 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 how you solve it. It's not like... It, like, obviously, it's illegal to have those things. That's not stopping them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. I don't Anywho. know how we got here. Oh, yeah, Panama Papers. That's right. Yeah, that's crazy me that that didn't become a big thing either. That's what I'm saying. Like, it literally, it was the first time I've even thought about Panama Papers since it came out, like, at least three years ago. Yeah. I mean, to, I guess not to be fair, but, like, rich people stay rich, and a lot of it is just from, like, doing shady shit to get there anyway, so... I guess... Maybe that's, like, it's just not surprising to a lot of people. You know what I mean? I mean, not surprising and not facing repercussions are two different things. Oh, yeah, I agree with that entirely. But I'm just saying that, like, maybe that's why it's not a, such a huge deal to people. Like, regardless, still legal, but... Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Who knows? I mean, speaking of, uh... Speaking of wealth, I thought this was an interesting story that, uh... Dude named Forrest Fern, he hid a treasure, like, a, a literal treasure chest with, like, $2 million. I don't think it... I think he... I think it was, like, gold doubloons or something. 
he it was in it was in precious artifacts, jewels, gems, and gold. Yeah, but he hid it ten years ago, deep in the Rocky Mountains, and apparently, like just, I think last weekend it was found, and that alone is just so fucking crazy to me that it's been a decade long endeavor, and apparently, like a good amount of people have died trying to find it too. Well, okay, so. First off, this millionaire's name is Forrest Fenn, and honestly, his name's got alliteration, so this guy's clearly serious, right? Yeah. If if this guy's name was, like, Forrest and, I don't know, Seer, and he was like, I hit a treasure chest, I wouldn't believe him. But Forrest Fenn, he sounds, he sounds like a mythical uh, mythical creature from a fantasy movie. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the and, reason. That that's the reason. No, but this millionaire was casually just did this for the thrill of the hunt, just to get people to go outside. And apparently, it got hundreds of thousands of people to go on the ventures. Where the estimated around three hundred and fifty thousand people have at least made an attempt to find this buried treasure somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And. I don't know what his reasoning is is just he will he well first off I taught he uh, like the clue for the the clue for the uh, tr- treasure location was in a twenty four line poem in his own autobiography, mm-hmm. and when he announced that the treasure was out there, like you said, tons of people went out there and some even died. I think the actual number was five. People are calling it a hoax. Um, there was a police department that even asked him to call an end to it back in 2017 just because of how much of a danger it was, but he was like, nah. And, lo and behold, guess someone did find the treasure. <laughs> I, I also like that the, um, the poem was called The Thrill of the Chase. But honestly, like I wish, <laughs> I wish millionaires would do this more often, which sounds weird, but like, I like the idea of, um, in his head, he viewed it as like a you can be a real-life Indiana Jones kind of thing. Like, I feel like that's so cute. Well, okay, so I was uh, talking about this story with one of our friends, Alex, this morning, and he also said the same thing, and I agreed. Like, if we had Bezos money, we would just casually spend... Well, casually. We would spend a lot of, like, time behind the scenes basically filling the world with Easter eggs and turning it into, like, a whole, like, you want my treasure? Find it scenario. Like, it's such a good idea. Like, I mean, I guess it really doesn't accomplish much. Like, there's no real gain in return, minus, like, I guess the notoriety of you doing it. But it's still just, like, it's such a cool idea. Well, I'm at, it would give the world something positive to look into, you know, because people would be like, and so the hunt for the treasure goes on, and it's day 58, and no one has found anything yet. And there's like, it, it's going to be like when Pokemon Go first came out, and, you know, people were exploring and finding cool shit, and, and, and you know, you know. <laughs> I feel you. Vision. I feel you. Yeah, but I mean, like, imagine, like, Say someday we get rich and we just do like a, like a coast to coast treasure hunt where like, give them a clue. They have to find the map and then we set it up that they got to go, like from California to North Carolina to find the set, like the key to open the chest and then they got to drive like up to Montana and speak to like a monk on the top of a mountain. Like, it just, it's such a good idea. Well. Actually, it's funny you say that. I was reading, uh, not reading, watching this kind of mini documentary thing on an organization called, like, Cicada. Mm-hmm. And they put out, like, kind of like a scavenger hunt type thing on that, like that, online. And it was for, like, this, like, kind of like, what, well, I guess this alleged secret group of people. And when I say secret group of people, that I know that doesn't sound like a great description but we're talking like the freemasons and like anonymous and shit like that you know Mm -hmm. so like they did that and nothing ever came of it like no one ever figured out anything there was no conclusion no end to it however in our creation we could have an end to we can have a conclusion and it would be cool they can make movies out of it yeah that's actually true because like you you really could make a I guess you could make, like, a National Treasure-esque movie using this as the, like, inspiration for it. All I'm saying is we should just 
we need to become the rich. Yeah, well, I'm sure if we uh, start investing our money overseas, and then uh, we'll find a way. Totally legal. Don't worry about it. Also, I'd like to point out to our listeners that Dan and I have been listening to the Wii Boxing theme for the duration of this podcast, and it actually ended a little while ago. And I was wondering why my ears got so weird, like the sound of like silence felt so weird. And it's because we were listening to the Wii Boxing theme for over 30 minutes. It's it's one of those themes that it kind of like... I, I feel like somebody grabbed me by the neck and just kind of like pinned me against the wall. And that thing doing that was the Wii Boxing music. And oddly enough, I was okay with it. Yeah, it was like the gravity was turned up a little bit in my room, so I felt a little too heavy. Yeah, I felt like I deserved it. Uh, see, I don't know how to unpack that, given the thing that you just said before. <laughs> hey, man, we all over things. I'm kidding. All right. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Hold on. Now I want to talk about my other favorite news that I saw this week. And if you are near a Danish zoo, be careful. Because there's a panda on the loose. Not really, but I guess, um, I thought this was adorable. There was like a seven-year-old panda that came to the zoo. And I guess he somehow escaped from his enclosure and just kind of like waddled around the zoo. And just the thought of, I don't know, pandas are just so like innocent and I don't want to say stupid, but they're kind of stupid. They and are just fucking idiots. Watching them just like roll around or like try to be functioning it's so it's so adorable oh, dude they're cute as hell they're dumb but they're also smart like did you know a decent there's like a decent statistic of pandas that die per year because they try and sit on branches that are way too weak for them to hold hold on to yes. like like branches so weak that logically they should know but that being said there's also there was also that female panda in, in the enclosure that figured out that if she acts pregnant she'll get more food so she pretended to be pregnant just to get more food which honestly that's a good idea i respect that i should do that i am doing that except for i get my food so <laughs> i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> All right, yeah, fair. But that's very cute. The panda running around uh, yeah, a zoo would probably be something interesting to walk up on. Well, to be fair, I mean, uh, a fully grown panda could be a pretty scary thing to round a corner and see. It is a bear, to be quite fair. That's true. And I'm not, t I'm not too sure how big like a seven-year-old panda is. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I imagine that's fully grown. You think so? Yes. I don't. I just. I don't know how long pandas live to be. Oh. I mean, like, that's if they kill themselves getting on branches that are too high or just, like, jumping off a cliff for no reason because they think it's fun. Because that seems like something a panda would do. But, like, nonetheless, I'm not too sure how old pandas get to be. So giant pandas weigh anywhere between 150 and 220 pounds, an adult female. They get anywhere between 3.9 to 6.2 feet as adults. Very nice, very nice. And pandas live for about 20 years. So yeah, a fully grown one would probably be around... Yeah, it would definitely be by seven. That's true. Which, I don't know, I, I was really hoping that there would be, like, security footage of a panda running around, but sadly there wasn't. Oh, I know. But there was a video that auto-played randomly in that article, and it was literally just two alligators fighting in some poor guy's back backyard. Oh my, dude, alligators are fucking nuts. I, I've seen so many pictures and videos of, like, alliga alligators, that's what I was going to say, alligators just straight, like, fucking people up, not, like, ripping their heads off, but, like, tail swiping up and knocking them clean out, or just, like, oh my god, I watched one that was so depressing, it was, um, there was, like, gazelles going to feed in water, and, um, an alligator popped out, and instead of, like, just ripping it to shreds it grabbed it by the horns and like dragged it and drowned it underwater and like it, it was on it like i don't know the thought of that is just so terrifying you know i any any kind of water death is terrifying do you know uh did you see on the nature is metal subreddit of the uh seal that was gazing up at the tourists as it was being pulled under by the orca yeah 
that was like that was chilling to me to watch it was just like because the water was so clear that you just see the seal looking up like asking for help as it's being dragged further and further away and down from the killer whale I know. Yeah, I watched that. It was so crazy. You know, killer whales, killer whales are kind of fucked up. They treat their kills like sports sometimes. Yeah, dude, orcas are messed up. Honestly, like, orcas and dolphins are, like, creatures that, like, people look at and they're like, oh, they look so cool, but in reality, like, they're actually just pieces of shit. Oh, dolphins are aquatic rapists. Yeah. And they... So are, and so are ducks. Ducks are just fucked. Nobody likes ducks. Ducks, swans, geese... Just terrible animals. I don't know why they were ever invented. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking remove from the game, man. Dude, like, honestly, like, if if you're, like, fully devout Christian, you think to yourself, like, yeah, God created ducks for a reason. It's like, well, tell me what the fucking reason could be. Like, these things are just fucking nuisances. They don't do anything. I will say that about geese, man. There was, there was a time when me and my mom were walking in a park and... I was probably around, like, six or seven, like, very young kid, you know, still, like, still, like, walking around holding mom's hand out in public type of stuff, right? Yeah. And I just hear a hiss behind me, and in my head, what hisses? A cat. I'm six. And I turn around, it's a fucking massive goose hissing at me, and you can see its teeth, and, it, like, it looked like a fucking dinosaur. And my mom turns around, just yelps, and swings me around and whips me away from the duck. And she and she goes, we gotta go. And I'm like, what? And the thing hisses and starts waddling at us. And my mom's like, scoops me up. And we and she starts kind of like lightly running. And the thing runs up behind her and like is like biting at her and shit. Dude, and fuck those things. They're, uh, they're, they're brutal. And I, I, I didn't... Like I didn't, I didn't know. Like if that was just me wandering by myself, I would have got fucked up by a goose, man. Yeah, honestly, it probably could have killed you. Well, I mean, if it was in the water, it probably would have drowned me. I know swans yeah. do that to people. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It would just dragged you back. I recently saw that video again of the, uh, of that swan that saw the guy swimming too close to its nest, and it was just cruising through the water at like a like a missile. Oh my god. No, thank you. See, I've been trying to also think of, like, other animals that I'm like, why did, why are these invented? Like, why are these a thing? Like, in terms of, like... Well, most bugs. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, like, useless bugs are just kind of like the... They're the prey, and that's their role in the environment. You know I what I mean? Fair. See, I'm trying to think of shit that, like, just doesn't benefit. Like, deer is one of them. Or I'm just well, kind of like... Like, they're food for people and, like, other animals, but it's also just, like... I mean, to be fair, they're, like, there's useless and there's not useless to us. Because, like, I mean, most animals fit somewhere in an ecosystem. It's yeah, just fair. there's some that clearly, if by, des like, by design, these things are, like, fucking horrible. Yeah. But oh, that's nature, I guess. Dude, one thing I've been seeing recently, apparently, is, like, British hunters are now hunting polar bears for sport. Uh, have you seen that at all? No. Yeah, apparently that's a thing recently. Like, people have just been straight up killing polar bears because they can. And the idea of that just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, God, stuff... we, we've talked about poaching a lot here. It just irks me. Oh. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, first off, A, why would you ever want to approach a polar bear? Second off, like why it, it i don't know it just doesn't make sense to me but i saw that and it pissed me off man i i hope the vast majority of them see a swift end i know they won't but still yeah poaching is just one of those things where it's so selfish and there's really no benefit it's just it's horrible me off and man it's not enough the polar bears are having oh i guess most creatures are having their land taken away from them but geez true well fucking Speaking of uh, no benefit recently, uh, J.K. Rowling's at it again. J.K. Rowling's at it again, and you know, I'm gonna be real with you. At first, I was like, "Damn, well, okay, you want to set the situation, or I could set the situation. You could set the situation. Doesn't matter." Sure, man. If you want to pop off, pop off. 
Well, okay, so she's been on Twitter recently, and I'm just going to read from the article here. And she was tweeting in response to a, de glo a global development site, DevX, where she, like her, they were talking about her characters or whatever. And one of the headlines was creating a more equal post-COVID-19 world for people who menstruate. It was a very, like, like that, like her prom came with the title of the article. And she goes, people who menstruate. I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. And she was like, Wombed, Wimpind, Wombund. It, it's like Patrick Chell. It's not Wombo. It's... So basically, if you didn't catch on, she was like, she had a problem with the way that they titled the article "People Who Menstruate," and she wanted them to say like, like women that menstruate or females, that, like or just like females in general. Like I don't know, she had a problem with, I guess, the whole "people with menstruate" part. Well, it's like it's not, it's also not the first time she said something that's been like disrespectful to like transgender people or like LGBTQ people. Like, she just, I don't know if she tries to do it or she just doesn't realize, like, how she words shit. It's just very insensitive. Well, but she just doesn't miss. She keeps just fucking flinging with these, like, at least twice a year. So, in her defense, she did randomly make, you know, a character gay in the Harry Potter universe. So, it's not like she has an aversion to that, like, in her defense. It, but, yeah. Like, it, people kind of took it as a track on trans where it's like. She, her response was, I respect every trans person's right to live any way that feels authentic and comfortable to them. I'd march with you if you are discriminated against on the basis of being trans. At the same time, my life has been shaped by being female. I do not believe that's hateful to say so. And I feel like that's a respectable response. Because, like, I don't even, like... I mean, it, it's... There's... It's, more, there, Go for it, sorry. Uh, it's a respectable response, but it's mostly just like a saving face response in my eyes. I mean... It's... It... It's a hard... It's... It's kind of like a slippery slope argument, because I, obviously, I don't want to defend her, because, like, nowadays, like, it kind of depresses me that she wrote one of my favorite book series of all time, because, like, uh, no matter, like, how, like, because she seems to get worse and worse, I don't want my book series to be tainted by the author, you know, at this point, like, like, I, da fucking, I don't know, Daniel Radcliffe or, like, an anonymous author wrote Harry Potter, I don't want to fucking... Dude, that, that's what so many people have been saying, of, like, it's crazy that, like, Nobody knows who wrote the Harry Potter series, but it's so good. Well, point being, though... <sighs> there's two ways I could look at it. There's... The response... It could come from a place of ignorance where creating more... like So the original article post that she had a problem with was creating a more equal post-COVID-19 world for people who menstruate. Maybe in her head, at first, she was like, people who menstruate, why the fuck, like, I, I don't think there's a female out there that wants to be known as person who menstruates, you know what I mean? That's not, like, why would you ever word it like that? So, like, perhaps she was maybe attacking that part as in that was just a gross thing to be called, and as someone who menstruates, she was like, fuck that. So, maybe she was trying to be ironic, and, you know... And kind of poke fun at the article, and maybe she wasn't trying to devalue tra trans people. However, that's how it was, you know, misconstrued or not misconstrued. That's how it was taken. So she had to make a response based off that. But it could have been more innocent than that in her defense. It really could have because, like, I could see myself arguing off like that if, like, if all men were boiled down to, like, I don't know, people with erections or some shit like that you know what i mean or people that can get erections you know yeah i mean so I, get like, I get what you're saying but she it, you're right she did have a kind of a history before a little bit that's what i'm saying like you, you like you make a good point and like i i always don't want to always you know i i do want to shun jake Rowling just because she's fucking doing it lately but like it is yeah like harry potter books favorite books i've ever read 
well, probably not my favorite I've ever read, but like, it's very pivotal in my life. One of the first things I read, to be fair. But like, she just keeps saying shit that is just so, it just comes off as so ignorant and just like, whatever. It's just so frustrating. And then like, her just like changing her books to like fit the, I guess the landscape of how the world is now. And it just doesn't make sense to the story at all. I don't know. She's uh, yeah. she's just she's very frustrating to follow. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just hope she wasn't being very like that insensitive. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it. I don't know. No, it's I mean it's very insensitive the way it's worded it is very uh insensitive. <laughs> like that she's clearly been off the deep end though, so like I don't know. Is it yeah. is it Maybe we need to have uh, an intervention for her. We can invite her on the show. Be like, all right, you're uh, you're you're putting my favorite childhood book series in jeopardy here, and I don't want to be embarrassed to tell my kids about it because you turned out to be a fucking crackpot. Uh, she'll she'd say some weird shit. She she'd Fair. say something that it just it result in like we'd have to end the show because it was just like, hey, you can't say that. You can never say that. You can never say that. I wouldn't be surprised, but J.K. Rowling, just get off social media for your sake. Just stop talking publicly. You're not doing a good job at it. Or at least have somebody, like, proofread your shit. And if somebody is proofreading her shit, don't hire them. <laughs> Please. Don't hire them. Do not let them be in a point where they can make a decision, because holy fuck. Jesus Christ. Oh my god, I hate it, I hate it. Oh, the other thing I hate that's been going on recently is um, CrossFit. <laughs> um, I don't get to shit on CrossFit as much as I'd like to. I find CrossFit to be, like, the dumbest way to exercise. Why is that, dude? Because like, the motions you do with, like, CrossFit workouts are so jerky that it is just going to result into, like, joint pain. And you're going to have joint pain for the rest of your fucking life because of it. Like, there are a lot of fit people from CrossFit, because, like, yeah, it's an intense workout, and that's all well and good. But the form I see from people that do those workouts is so bad and, like, so painful to look at. I'm not saying everybody. Like, I, there's people, pe nah. There's definitely, like, people that, like, work out, and they're like, oh, let me get CrossFit a try. And they take, like, their good technique into it. And from what I've seen, that's, like, not frowned upon, but, like... Oh, you're not doing it right. You got to use all your back and none of your legs, like shit, like that, and it frustrates me. All right. But, um, so for for people that don't know what CrossFit is, though, in terms of like actual exercise, what is it? What's CrossFit? It's just a lot of um, a lot of rowing, a lot of pull-ups, a lot of uh, clean and jerk motions, which is like going from a deadlift to having the bar over your head it's hard to describe but like that's the motion and a lot of it is just like high intensity high repetition like high octane workouts okay 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 if that makes sense uh-huh but um the reason why i'm shitting on it is because um the ceo of crossfit on twitter i'm trying to find the exact tweet because it was just fucking stupid um it was something about, um, he compared, like, oh, he said, he, um... He said his, Floyd 19 yeah, instead of COVID-19. Yeah, which was, I, I don't know if he thought that was, like, I think the way the dude mentored it was, like, yeah, racism is a, de a disease, just like uh, COVID is right now. But he worded it as, like, not the right way at all. <laughs> so... I know Reebok pulled their sponsors, and I think a couple other, obviously not as big names, pulled their sponsors. But the main reason I wanted to talk about this is mostly just to shit on CrossFit. And I'll be honest. <laughs> Alright, so what if I were to get you like a trial at a CrossFit gym? Would you give it a shot? Yeah, I would give it a shot. I've tried CrossFit, and that's why I'm so against it. <laughs> oh, you have tried it? Yeah, I've, tr I've, done, I've tried majority of shit. I think the next, like, fitness-esque thing i want to try is rock climbing but rock climbing gyms are very expensive you know let me tell you why you're gonna be on your own for that i figured i would be <laughs> <laughs> i 
I mean, like it's it's like sixty dollars a month for a rock climbing gym membership. Dude, because rock climbing. Well, I imagine just because the liability that yeah. they have as a place is quite expensive. Well, yeah, you're you're paying for like the use of rock climbing. You're paying for the equipment. So like, it obviously makes sense. It's yeah. just definitely a commitment. But Dude, from what I would I never product, be strong enough with my hands for that. That's fair, yeah. I mean, they give you the chalk, but that only goes so much if you don't have good grip strength. Yeah, dude. But um, I tried CrossFit, CrossFit for, like, two weeks? Two weeks to a month? And it's such, like, a cult-esque environment. I felt so uncomfortable the whole time. And I just... I literally would just, like, wake up with, like, weird random pains. And then, like, I'd go work out again with them. And I, it's fucked up, uh... It's fucked up my lower back for me for probably the rest of my life. Jeez. Like I, I can I'll see have, why you want to shit on them now. And well, it's like I'll have random back spasms in my life, and I know what it's from, but like, it's just oh, frustrating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, if you have fun with CrossFit and like you're not experiencing it like that, then that's fine. You have fun, but like for me personally, not a good time. Also, I don't tend to support racist. Uh, I guess, I don't know if I'd call him racist, but it's not a very good thing to say. <laughs> well, okay, so, like, the cult following around CrossFit, though, is so, like, odd to me, though, you know? Because it is, like, still physically intense, like, working out, right? But, like... I don't know, I'm just struggling to, I guess, to figure out how, like, a cult could form around something that's, like, physically intensive. The, like, I, to me, like, a cult following is built around things that are easily accessible. But then I'm, again, like... I mean, it, we it talk is about easily it. accessible. Runners are kind of like a cult. Like, people that love to run. Yeah. Speaking of, how has your how's your uh, running been lately, Dan? Oh, my running's been good. I did five miles yesterday. But Nike running app... I'm mad. Apparently, because I did five miles, but apparently I did uh, 0.33 miles in 45 minutes. Damn, Dan, you slow. I know, but it's great because it even showed me, like, the map of, like, how far I went, as it always does. But it was just, like, I know I see a five-mile mark here, but it's looking like just over a quarter mile to me. And, like, it, it obviously doesn't matter because, like, I know I did the run. It's like mm. I like to be able to keep track of how much I've done, and that shit's like the third time it's happened to me. So I'm out like almost twenty miles on my thing. Yikes! That I have to just like mentally tax on. I don't know. It's whatever. It's whatever. How about you, brother? Yeah. How how's your running been? You in shape for the climb? You know. I'm still so goddamn sore from Sunday, <laughs> but I yeah. know I'll be fine by by uh, by Thursday and or Friday. So yeah, you know, uh, it'd be like that. Fun fact for the listeners at home: this uh, hopefully Thursday to Saturday, we are going up to the White Mountains in New Hampshire, and we are going to backpack it up over there. Hell but yeah! Not the moment. Sorry, Rain, wane, go it. away. Yeah, it's supposed to rain on Thursday, so it might just be a two-day instead of a three-day endeavor. But yeah, I'd be like that. We'll see how it goes. Hoping for the best. Wish us luck. Um, mine and Robert's goal is to be able to bring back a bear skull. Not like, we're not just going to find a bear and kill it, but like, if it just fucks around and attack us, we might have to, you know... Yeah. We'll defend ourselves. I just want to square up against a bear, and we've we've been over this before. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing boxing gloves instead of a knife. I feel that would be better. Um, might bring the Zweihander. I don't know. <laughs> I'm bringing the chainmail. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard to get the the Zweihander through yeah, uh, I... security. Also, could you imagine carrying that shit up a hill? Well, I'm. <laughs> someone had to do it back in the medieval days, right? <laughs> like, I yeah, I guess you're right. I really can't deny that. Like, it had to have been done. This sort, sort. That sword's not pure fantasy. I hope. No, that that shit's real. I mean, for anyone at home that doesn't know what like a Zweihander is, it's like a really long sword. But there's also a part of the sword where like you can grab the blade itself to make it like easier to swing. I don't know. Like, look it up. 
It's cool. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, ends with looking up. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just like learn something. You're supposed to learn Say, something new every day. Get on it. Yeah, get get on it. Jesus Christ. I'm excited, though. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, like, I've been looking forward to it for the past, like, three weeks. It'd also be nice to see all the boys in one place. It do be like that, man. True. Granted, we took a hike on Sunday, but you you had your own plans, so... Yes, sir. You, you know me. Always missing out on my, my, my friend's plans. Well, I mean, you have to solve world hunger and racism. You have to do a lot in a day, so, like, I get it. Yeah, you know me. If anyone's going to end racism, it's me. Yeah. How are you doing on that, by the way? Getting close? I, well, uh, I am, actually. Um, I just... <laughs> the secret, right? Get ready for this. Ready? Fastening my seatbelt? Is if we if we if we get everyone around our age to just not be racist, right? Mm-hmm. And then we wait like thirty years, and or we just kill all the old people, then there's no more racists. Bang bang boom. Yeah, I can get behind that. Honestly, I don't know. And ending racism is probably one of the hardest things that we could ever talk about because no matter what. It's it it's it, you're fighting you're fighting people's mindsets. It's one of the hardest things to fight. Yeah, I mean, I feel you can't end racism, but I think you can stop like systematic racism, like in like work not work environments, but like in those types of environments. I feel like that's obtainable. But like, I think just being like, yeah, we just had to end racism. It's like, well. Well, that's easier said than done. I mean, systemic racism is not, like, doesn't mean people are racist or people, like, are being racist. Like, systemic racism means that the current systems that we have, regardless as if there was a single racist person in a position of power in that system, it would still negatively impact the minority group. Systemic yeah. racism actually has nothing to do with actual racists. No, I, no, I understand. That's why I'm saying I feel like it's like an obtainable thing to solve. Yeah. yeah, I have to agree with that. Well, but yeah, it's hard to fight the idea because, like it or not, there's hundreds of millions, of thousands of piece of shit people still in the world that uh, are too stuck in their ways to ever want to change, and that's just the harsh reality of life. Mm-hmm. Because we don't fuck with those people. No, racism is uh is is been around for a, obviously hundreds of years, and unfortunately, I feel like it'll be around for more years. Phew, excuse me. Bust it's you. just up to us as people to make those people the minority to make them out of positions of power to take them out of positions where they can uh bring their racist ideals down and negatively impact the people that they despise. True. I feel that. Um, on another note, I, I watched a video on Twitter of a uh, dude shout the N-word and then like 50 people jumped in and beat the shit out of him and his friend. And that was... Are you talking about that kid in the car? Yeah, you watched that shit? Dude, I was like, what are you doing, man? Like... But, dude, he, he let it fly twice. And my favorite thing... Is the kid in the passenger seat like gets out? It's like, dude, don't hurt me. <laughs> well, uh, well, dude, if I was ever in a social situation and the person I was with just decided to like use the n word like that in like actual anger, I'd want to disassociate. Like, friend or not, I'd be like, nah, you don't. You're not signing me up for this potential ass kicking because you're a dickhead. Like, oh, I know, but like, I mean, his friend like didn't do anything. His friend was just like watching him get beat up in the driver's seat and pulled out of the car and then <laughs> the dude walked around to beat the shit out of him he was like oh shit i forgot yeah no don't i'm, I'm not with him straight out know, man i don't even know how i ended up here <laughs> but I, I also i also liked it because um it was like uh, the white kid that was getting beat up was like looking at the other white people there like Come on, guys, we're in this together, right? And everyone was like, nope. <laughs> Nobody's with you. <laughs> Dude, it's just like... 
whenever I see videos circulate online of some poor kid that, like, thinks it's okay to say the hard R in anger, or even in general, he drops it, he gets his shit rocked for it. I just, I feel so bad for that kid, because what could he have gone through in life to make him so ignorant to think that he was not going to have any negative repercussions for saying that? Okay, I'm glad you explained that, because I was like, I don't know how I'm feeling bad for this kid. <laughs> like, how, like, how could this kid have gotten brought up where he thought that that would literally not come back to hit him in the face in any way, shape, or form? Dude, that's such a, yeah, that's such a crazy thing is when I see that video, is where people, like, People do shit like that, and they think, like, oh, no repercussion, I'll be fine. Yeah, it's like, you'll see someone, like, spit on somebody, and they'll yeah. be, and they'll, like, expect to not get their shit rocked point three seconds later. Like, this is an Xbox Live kid, like, you can't just, we're not an MW2 fucking search and destroy lobby, you can't let shit fly and just take, I like, know. verbal abuse after. You are going to get your shit rocked, rightfully so. Yeah, it's just goddamn idiots, man. Yeah, I fucking hate people nowadays. <laughs> Glad we worked our way to move. We hate people. Well, it's like you know we got we got good people in the world, but you know we got bad people. But it's always gonna be bad people outweigh the good, so it's easy to just say fuck everybody. I I don't have an account. I don't have a counter argument. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I don't. Just I don't have a counter argument. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Thanks. <laughs> really. Hey, really. Fine, what All can right. I say? They call me the brick wall. <laughs> Mostly because I'm fucking super wide. But, um... Also Damn, man, you're looking views. like double wide. <laughs> Damn, <you laughs> oh, my God. You know, okay. Can I have one last thing, actually, real quick? Please. Because you the said stage, brick wall. The stage is yours. Alright, I had a crazy weird dream, you triggered it by saying brick wall, where in this dream, I was in a perfectly lit up brick box, but there was not a source of light in the room. So like, I was in just like a bricked up square, and I could perfectly like see, it was just low light, and I shit you not, in the dream, I definitely spent like an hour just in the box, just like, how the fuck do I even get in here? It wasn't something scary like, can I breathe in this box, or like, am I trapped in this box? It was more like... Did I pave myself in here? Like, did I lay these bricks? Who, like, who put me in here? You know, it's like, funny. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because I think like three days ago I had a dream where I was just in like a giant white room, and like that was all it was. And I was, it was one of those dreams where like it didn't end, and I was super oh. fucking confused. You ever wake up tired from those dreams? Like, God, I just you needed the the like the scene shift. <laughs> Yes, yeah, sometimes I, like, I wake up drained from my dreams. <laughs> you got an active, active, uh, fuck, you got an active imagination, Daniel. <laughs> I, no, I really do, I mean, it's always working up here, it's just sometimes it doesn't really articulate to the mouth very well. Yeah, you can say that again. Yeah, I talk like a fucking fifth grader with, uh, that read the dictionary. <laughs> Uh, you know, I really like. I, I, I <laughs> that was, a, know cr that was a crazy metaphor, Dan. Wow, that was visceral. That was I'm real visceral. It's like you know those fucking the first fifth grader that like learns how to swear or like learns a big word, and you're like, this dude's so mature for his age. Like, how send him up into middle school already? He's so smart. Yeah, sorry, Dan. I don't. I don't really know what that's like because I was that kid. Did you ha did you ever have it where like um, in elementary school like you heard a friend swear for the first time and you were like, dude, what are you doing? People can hear you and shit like that. In so school? I yeah, I remember like yeah. at a lunch table, um, I had a friend like, yo guys, check this out. Lean in, and we all leaned in, and he just goes, bitch, and then we're all just like. <gasps> Dennis, what the fuck, bro? Well, obviously we didn't say what the fuck, bro. We're like, I was gonna say, heck? wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Dennis, what the fuck you say, you cheeky? <laughs> Oi, bro, the fuck you hits you with the fucking blicky up. Pretty much, dude. Yeah, I, I, those kids were. I was always like, Jesus Christ, he's doing it. Yeah, those British kids. Yep, the British kids that went to my school. <laughs> hey, I'm, do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. You wanna just 
you know, tie a bow on it. All right, folks. That's been the Frying Fan Podcast, episode 84. Thank you for tuning in, as always. We're on social media. The handle for both of those is the Frying Pan Pod. And as always, we're on every social media pl- – or not social media platform, audio platform. So thank you for tuning in on – all of those we appreciate it if you could leave us a like comment that'd be much appreciated you could also send us over your comments and or business inquiries to our email which is in the pan podcast at gmail.com and for the last time folks i've been robert d'onofrio it's also me robert d'onofrio and this has been the frying pan podcast thank you for tuning in have a great week have a great your day stay safe out there stand up for injustice and look out for your fellow human being big facts